Happy Friday and welcome back to the Vine Discourse. I'm your host Arcadia and this is the 10th episode of my podcast talking about all things concerning religion. In this episode, I'll be talking about Christianity, the most followed religion in the world with 2.38 billion followers created in the mid-first century CE. Stay tuned. To comprehend the introduction of Christianity, one must initially see the value in the authentic setting of the first century CE. Palestine, then a Roman-controlled region, was a mixture of strict and political variety. Jewish people were under the power and impact of the Roman Empire, prompting social pressures and different strict and political developments. At the core of Christianity lies Jesus of Nazareth. He is widely regarded as the founder of the faith. Jesus was born in Bethlehem around 4 BCE and was raised in Nazareth. He began preaching around 30 CE. His message focused on the message of God's kingdom, the message of love, the message of forgiveness and fulfillment of Jewish prophetic prophecies. He quickly gained a large following, but also encountered resistance from the religious establishment. The finish of Jesus' service was his execution by Roman specialists, an occasion that happened around 30 to 33 CE. Be that as it may, Christianity's mysteriousness arises with his revival three days after his torturous killing. Christians believe that Jesus miraculously came back to life showing his true heavenly nature. Following the execution and revival, Jesus' supporters shaped an affectionate local area. They kept on spreading his lessons, persuaded that he was the holy anticipated savior and the child of God. These early Christians met in homes, shared common dinners, and rehearsed sanctification as an indication of their confidence. So what are the basic beliefs of Christianity? At its center, Christianity is a monotheistic religion solidly confirming the faith in one God. Nonetheless, it presents an extraordinary idea known as the Blessed Trinity. Christians put stock in the threefold nature of God, comprising of three people in a single embodiment, the Father, the Son, which is Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. This regulation is key to Christian philosophy and it investigates the intricate relationship among these three heavenly things. Christian beliefs accentuate the idea of salvation, the means by which people are accommodated with God. Integral to this is a principle of atonement, which places that Jesus' conciliatory demise on the cross suffered the consequences for humankind's sins. Through confidence in Christ and acknowledgement of his penance, Christians accept that they can accomplish salvation and everlasting life. The Bible holds a focal spot in Christian confidence viewed as an enlivened and legitimate expression of God. It compromises, it comprises of the Hebrew scripture and the New Testament, filling in as an aid for confidence and practice. The Hebrew Scriptures contains compositions from the Old Testament, while the New Testament incorporates the Gospels, records of Jesus' life, letters, epistles from early Christian pioneers, and the Book of Revelation. Christianity instructs that all people are innately evil because of the fall of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Sin is viewed as a partition from God and a wellspring of moral and profound brokenness. Reclamation and absolution are achievable through confidence in Christ and God's beauty, which Christians accept that can change lives. In Christianity, sins are offenses that go amiss from God's heavenly will and moral principles. These wrongdoings are extensively ranged into two sorts, permissible sins and mortal sins. Permissible sins are considered to be less extreme, while mortal sins are viewed as grave offenses that can prompt otherworldly division from God on the off chance that they are not atoned and excused. Among the different Christian sins, pride is in many cases viewed as a foundation of all bad behavior, cultivating haughtiness and conceit. Lust includes improper and unnecessary sexual cravings or considerations, while greed incorporates a voracious yearning for material abundance and assets, possibly diminishing the necessities of others. 
Wrath includes uncontrolled fury, and sloth relates to sluggishness and lack of concern in both physical and otherworldly issues. Envy involves desire and hatred towards others' characteristics or achievements, and gluttony alludes to unreasonable utilization of food or drink. Lying and unscrupulousness are thought of as corrupt, as desiring has a place with others. Disdain and vindictive aim are likewise viewed as offenses, while excessive admiration includes revering something besides of God. Unforgiveness or declining to excuse others is another wicked way of behaving. Christianity instructs that through looking for absolution and demonstrations of atonement, people can look for compromise with God and make progress towards profound development and change. The Apostle Paul, previously a persecutor of Christians, assumed an essential part in the early Christian development. His broad evangelist ventures all throughout the Eastern Mediterranean, starting during the first century CE, carried the message of Jesus to non-Jewish people. Paul's works additionally contributed fundamentally to forming Christian philosophy. As Christian people developed and cooperated with different societies, they confronted philosophical difficulties and discussions. Discusses emerging over the ideas of Jesus, his holiness, and the connection among Judaism and Christianity. Key Christian regulations like the Nicene ideology were figured out to resolve these issues. Early Christians frequently confronted abuse inside the Roman Empire, as their refusal to worship the Roman divine beings and rulers sparked suspicion. In any case, the faith kept on developing, especially among the lower classes and in metropolitan regions. The strength of Christian people and their eagerness to persevere through abuse eventually added to the confidence's versatility. A turning point happened in the mid-4th century when Emperor Constantine changed over completely to Christianity. In 313 CE, he gave the Edict of Milan, which sanctioned Christianity and really finished mistreatment. This was a critical defining moment throughout the entire existence of the faith. Throughout the long term, Christianity kept, kept on developing. Church boards like the Chamber of Nicaea in 325 CE assumed essential parts in characterizing Christian convictions and practices. The Convention of the Heavenly Trinity, which places God as the Father, Child, and Holy Spirit, was laid out during this period. The reception of Christianity as the authority religion of the Roman realm by Head Theodosius I in 380 CE denoted another significant achievement. From the Roman realm, Christianity spread across Europe, Asia, and Africa, adjusting to neighborhood societies and frequently acclimating native convictions and practices. As hundreds of years passed, religious contrasts and social elements propped up the advancement of different Christian categories, the Roman Catholic Church, the Eastern Universal Church, and later the Protestant Reconstruction in the 16th 100 years. Represent the variety inside Christianity, and I might do an episode later on the different sects of Christianity. Christianity's worldwide development went on through minister endeavors and imperialism affecting assorted societies and social orders. Today, it remains one of the world's most broadly polished religions with a presence on each landmass, each continent. All in all, Christianity's beginnings and development are a demonstration of the persevering through force of its message and the flexibility of its devotees. From the unassuming starting points of a Jewish evangelist in first century Palestine to a status as a worldwide religion, Christianity's process has been set apart by religious turn of events, social osmosis, and significant verifiable effect. It keeps on molding the convictions and practices of millions around the world, making it a critical power throughout the entire existence of humankind. for listening to episode 10 of the divine discourse double digits join me again next friday for episode 11 where i'll be talking about islam 
Don't forget to follow my Instagram at the Divine Discourse for updates on when I'm dropping a new episode. Also, make sure to message me about any religions or things concerning religion you want to make sure I cover. As always, links to my research are in the description of the episode if you want to do any further research yourself. Until next time!